1: I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, The Adventures of Jerry Lewis, number 93. Cover date, March-April 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, presumably Bob Oxner. Edited by Murray Boltonoff. Featuring The Case of the Crazy Curse, writer Arnold Drake, art by Bob Oxner. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! <music> Which tries voodoo, makes a boo-boo, Jerry gets the hoodoo, and who gets the laughs? You do! Oh, well that's it. That's the story. Be right back! <music>
0: sitting in the parlor with my girl one summer night I was busy eating peanuts when she went and dimmed the light. The next thing that I know, she grabbed me by the head. She started in to squeeze me so I jumped up and said I like it. I like it. What can I do? I like it. I like Then she kissed me on the right cheek. Gee whiz, I felt so weak. I recall my mom once told me you must turn the other cheek. I got so darned excited, my bag of peanuts fell. Each time her lips came closer, I started into yell. I like it, I like it. What can I do? I like it. <laughs> That kiss and made me hungry. I was famished, yes siree. So I said, How about some supper? And she asked what it would be. I said I'd like some pickles with ice cream on the side. She screamed, a pickle sundae! So I said, Real dignified. I like it. I like it. What can I do? I like it. <laughs> It happened we got married And we raised a family There's Gary and there's Ronnie And they look just like me They play with loaded pistols And razor blades to boot And as they chase each other They scream and yell so cute I like it, I like it What can I do, I I like it I like it
1: The Adventures of Jerry Lewis. Bum, 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 bum. The Adventures of Jerry Lewis. Bum, 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 bum. The Adventures of Jerry Lewis. Go, 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 Jerry Lewis. You were singing not the melody, but something else within the Power Rangers theme song. Mm, that's actually the melody, but. Go go, go go Power Ge- Rangers! I'm no, in a different key than you. Oh. Go go Jerry Lewis. Okay. To take it easy on your voice because you're sick. I know, I'm aren't I? But he rallied, listeners. No, no, I came home and I I learned that you'd sent out a message on Twitter that you we sure weren't going to do it, and I was like, yeah. No, we're doing it. Okay. I may be sick, but I'm really excited about this comic and I enjoy this. This is an unusual comic. I'll say. I knew. That there was a Jerry Lewis comic, but I've never read an issue of it. Well, why Until would Until today. Why would you? Well, who was reading it? Listen, I've done some Google research. Yes. The Adventures of Jerry Lewis mm-hmm. continued the numbering of the previous series, The Adventures of Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Oh. Apparently Jerry got the comic in The Divorce. <laughs> One. Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis ran from 1952 to 1957 That's five, five years. years The series Jerry Lewis Solo Jerry Lewis Started with issue 41 in 1957 And continued through issue 124 In 1971 So we're looking at his 48th solo issue yeah, Well if math. you want to do math In your head mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. Uh the stories featured the comedian Jerry Lewis in a variety of humorous situations. Infrequent guest stars included Batman, Bob Hope, who also had a comic, mm-hmm. Lex Luthor, oh, God. Superman, hmm. and Wonder Woman. Oh. Notable artists who worked on the series include Bob Oxner, who does this issue this today. Great issue. And Neil Adams. Don't know him. Oh, you don't? Don't uh, tell me. He did that cover at the top there. Oh, I'm looking at the cover of Girls' Romances number 154, listeners. I it's not, it's not a go-go-checks. It's not a go-go-checks, but uh, yeah. Neil Adams is a pretty significant artist in comics history. Sure, sure. We'll get to him. Okay. Um, so, all told, combined Good. between Dean, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, 124 issues over 20 years. Circulation... Of this issue, Uh over two hundred thousand copies. Shut the front door. I will not be that is crazy. Do you know how crazy that is? Two hundred thousand human beings, not pets. Yeah. I. I just don't get it. Today, this very day, if a comic ran a circulation of fifty thousand copies, yeah, that would be a super. That would be a runaway hit. Who the hell was reading Jerry I Lewis comics? I don't know. So this ran until 1971. Mom, <laughs> do you believe your father was reading Jerry Lewis comics? No, my father didn't read. My Lewis. father wasn't sure. Uh, so this comic ran into my lifetime. I don't remember ever seeing a Jerry Lewis comic on the stands. Well, and I in, don't not in, not in Columbus. No, and I don't know that I would have known who Jerry Lewis was at five years old. Five years old. Okay, so I have to confess. Yes. That we always watched the Jerry Lewis Telethon. Was it Memorial oh, Day or Labor Day? Sure, uh, Labor Day. I think we would stay up as late as possible and watch all the artists because you know it was like it was like a Pandora's box of B level artists. Sure. After eleven o'clock. It was fantastic. What happened before eleven o'clock? I you know, usually the prime time I think was between seven and nine. You know? Yeah. But I mean like something like Sha-na-na would show sure. up. Sure, in Lola Falana, that crowd. Charo. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was fantastic. Um, <gasps> Can you get those on DVD? You know I don't know. Jerry Lewis telethons? I'm gonna look into it. I don't mean to make light of Muscular the, Dystrophy. You know, not at all. No, not. no, no. But 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 I mean it was as a variety show as a fundraiser, it was Phenomenal. You know what killed that? Cable. Really? Well, yeah, sure. Back in our day, if you had three channels, there was nothing else on except Jerry Lewis Talibon. Oh, that's true. Um, Do you suppose, yeah, I suppose our listeners remember that? Some of them. We have young listeners? Sure. No. Sure. College kids love us. <laughs> well, those of you who are listening to us on the treadmill, and I know who you are. In the olden days, we mm-hmm. had four channels. Right, we four. Had, I only had three. Well, we had we had. Oh, well, PBS yes, counts as PBS, four. Yes, yes, yes. And, had and I think on so. Labor Day we would have the Jerry Lewis Telethon, which yeah. was a Telethon, which was a twenty-four hour Telethon, right? Yes. Yeah. For muscular dystrophy. Sure. And it and it and it featured a cavalcade of artists. Well, hello, girl. Hello. <gasps> Our dog Safi, just came in. She's almost fifteen years old. We're going to have a quinceanera mm-hmm. for her. We are. I'm going to get. I'm going to make a tutu for her. <sighs> I'm gonna have a daddy daughter dance. with her. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, which would I uh, maybe I won't. Well, she can't stand on her hind legs. No, not so at all. I might that, I have to pick her up. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. All right. Where were to... we? Uh, Jerry Lewis okay, so we we're explaining exactly what a Jerry stars. Lewis telethon is. Mm-hmm. So, so okay, so if you are if you are of I would say forty or younger, you probably have no idea who Jerry Lewis was. Well, but people know who Jerry Lewis was. I think we assume a lot. I don't know. Come here, honey. I have to take the call off her. Yes, please. Okay. It's jiggling. Um, tell, I think tell people about Jerry Lewis. Well. well, Jerry Lewis was a cinema star. The French people love him. Comedian. Comedian, yes. Very funny. I'm certain that people know who Jerry Lewis is. Okay. he's not. He just died. I just don't Do think him. some of our listeners will know who he is. But I, that's okay. Well, they can Google it. Yeah. Um... Oh, he's gone to go get his chew toy. That's terrific. I hope it squeaks. I wonder when the circus bear is going to come in and do its tricks on a ball. On a ball. Okay, which would be appropriate for the Jerry Lewis cart. I'll oh. say. It says here it's America's funniest comic mag. Uh, now, was Mad Magazine around at this time? Mm, yes. Because I loved Mad Magazine. Mad Magazine is terrific. And in fact, remind me to tell you something when we get into one of the advertisements in the middle of this comic. I'm certain it's a Mad Magazine artist. Okay, so what are we looking at on the cover? On the cover, Jerry Lewis is standing in his checkerboarded boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. Google check. Right. He is standing in front of a trifold mirror, like you would find in a men's department store. I think we call that a wardrobe mirror. Do we? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't buy fancy clothes. I shop at Kohl's. I buy fancy clothes, but I don't have one of those trifold mirrors. No. Well, he's got a cane in his right hand with which he is breaking one panel of the mirror Mm -hmm. while looking over his right shoulder at a witch Yes. who's got a bat flying around her hat. We'll get into that in a minute. Mm -hmm. Over his left shoulder, where he can't see, is a giant green monster coming out of the mirror to attack him. Poor thing doesn't have any skin or cartilage for a nose. Just the nose hole. I wonder if it's Beast Boy. I don't think so. It could be. I've seen Beast Boy turn into some things like that. With green skin. Do you remember when Beast Boy turned into a whale? Yes. With his face? No, remember when he turned into like a school of kelp or something? (laughs) Yes. Plankton? Yeah. Anyway. Let's turn the page. So apparently Jerry Lewis has a maid witch. Yeah, I wonder how many episodes that ran for. Well, I did a little bit of just glancing at previous covers. You did. I did. Apparently, he, she was around for a while. Her name is Witchcraft with a K. Yeah, and she's his mate. She's an ugly thing. Well, witches she's aren't hideous. pretty, except for some. Well, it's and Samantha Felix. and her cousin Serena. Yes, and many of the other witches. And Dora was beautiful. Oh, gorgeous. We've been to her grave. We have been to her grave site. We've been to uh, Agnes Moorhead's grave and Paul Lind, Uncle Arthur. Sam! Um, They're both buried in Ohio, Mm -hmm. where all good things come from. Like you. Like me. Um, Do you know I went to college, at the same college where Agnes Moorhead went? You know, I did know that. Guess what else? What? She was a lesbian. That's what they say. I'm only telling you what I heard. Okay. Okay. Uh, but that's what um, Helen Hayes said about her. what she say? First Lady of the American Stage. She was a lesbian. She didn't put it in those polite terms, though. No, she didn't. I was wondering if you were going to say what she said. But that's okay. So no. listen, Jerry Lewis is drawn so well here. The artist Bob Oxner uh, was well known for his caricaturistic... Skill, mm-hmm. so he was tasked with drawing a lot of these Jerry Lewis comics as well as Bob Hope comics, as well as we've already seen his work and Stanley the and Monster. <laughs> and I believe All that, that explains the whimsy, yes. And I believe that he also drew the rat Finks. Hmm. Um, but yes, it's very simple line work but effective. Mm-hmm. I love it so. The witch, on the splash page... Yes. ...is pouring Jerry's breakfast milk out of her hat. Yes, um... So, I'm sorry, but I can't help think of things. Yes. For example, how clean is that hat? It's not very clean. And, in fact, he's asking now for chocolate milk, and she says, For chocolate, I have to use my shoe. Yeah. No, thanks. No, thank you. So, Jerry Lewis... This is apparently an alternate earth Jerry Lewis, who is not a famous movie star. He's just a guy that lives in a house with his nephew, Renfrew, and and a witch, who's his maid. So this is written for us, to appreciate Jerry Lewis in an alternate situation. I guess. As I say, I don't know that I would have bought this as a child. Yeah. Um, Twelve cents is hard to come by in my day. That was about two lawn mowing. It's a lot of lawns and a lot of dead bunnies. Did I ever tell you about Hazel Devitt, who lived next door to us? Um, I know the name very well. I always thought she was a witch. I did, too. Because she had long, long, long white hair, and we could see from our... Like, from my bedroom, we could see into her bathroom. Ew! Not Maybe not her bathroom. Maybe just, like, her dressing room. And? Anyway... We could see her brushing her long, long, long white hair. She always wore it in a bun if she was out in public. But at night, she would take it down and brush and brush and brush. So now that you are your age, yep. do you appreciate that she would just take the time every night to brush her hair? No, I still think she was a witch because she would sit on her front porch, mm-hmm. and she had a bottle of soapy water that she kept on her front porch. And if any dogs came near her porch, she would shoot them in the eyeballs with soapy water. She sounds like a nightmare. She really was. Anyway. She was a monster. My father, Raymond, Ma- made, made me mow her grass every week. Really? Yes. And Would she pay you a shiny quarter? Sometimes, but not always. It didn't matter if I got paid. I had to mow her grass. Huh. And forced grass mowing. Wasn't there a cousin that wouldn't let you pee in her house? Oh, that wasn't a cousin. That was an old woman that lived down the road. She had come from Germany, mm-hmm. Louisa. Yeah, Louisa, sorry. And she hired me to do lawn work. And one day I went and asked if I could use a restroom in the middle of a 12 hour day of lawn work in the hot Florida sun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she no, said no. I was not allowed to use her bathroom. She said, go in the garden. Go in the garden? Yeah. In Florida? Yeah. In, Florida. Yeah. in Ormond Beach? Mm hmm. Uh-huh. She also. Yeah, you t- get arrested for that. Yeah. She also told me about when she grew up in Nazi Germany, and she said, um, Hitler said that the trains would run on time, and they did. They didn't have windows, but they ran on time. (laughs) What? What? Let's get back to the witch. Yes. Witchcraft. So Jerry Lewis lives in a house with his witch maid. Now, she makes no secret of the fact that she's a witch. Oh, no. Everybody knows it. She's dressed in a black dress with a witch's hat. She red, I scraggly hair, big old nose and chin, big nose with warts. Warts. And, I mean, she has a voice like this. Oh, sure. And Jerry's nephew, Renfrew. Oh, he's a brat, horrible child. And apparently, he's a mortal enemy of witchcraft. As all young children are of witches. Now, she's got no problem with Jerry Lewis. No. She dotes on him, yeah. but she does not like Renfrew. So, he's playing pranks on her. Renfrew. Yeah, but well, first thing is, like, like uh, she's just finished serving breakfast, and she's mm-hmm. going to clear the table, yeah. and she goes to do that famous trick where you swoosh the tablecloth, yeah. and he has nailed the other end, and so the table, it upends the table, and everything crashes to the floor. She gets so angry, Bob, that on the next page... And even the, in spite of Jerry's warning, she gets so angry, she spits fire. She's spitting fire. She sets the drapes on fire with her spitfire. Well, I don't think I'd like to have her around the house. Well... Not unless she cleans toilets. I in a certain toilets. sense. I mean, you know, in later seasons of Bewitched, they had that maid Esmeralda. Oh, played sh- by Alice Ghostly. Wait, was Esmeralda the forgetful one? Yes. No, that's Aunt Clara. No, but yeah, Esmeralda was essentially the same character. Oh, but I I, I preferred Aunt Aunt Clara. Oh, yeah. She was the best. Alice Ghostly was that old woman on Designing Women. (laughs) But she talked like this. Yes. Yes. But she forgot things like Aunt Clara. Yes, certainly. And she mixed up her words anyway. Right. I wouldn't mind having Witch Maid. As long as she got some cleaning done. Okay, so let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. I would love having a witch maid if one of us was home all the time, just to share the stories and see all the adventures unfold. Well, I wouldn't of... want to have like a, a witch housekeeper if we were both gone all the time. And we came home and sometimes our house wasn't there, or sometimes our house was a tree house, or sometimes our house was a tiny little Lincoln Logs house, and Esmeralda was standing beside it, going, "I don't know how it happened." I wouldn't like that's that. a very good Esmeralda voice. I oh, wasn't guy? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> one you. of us being home kind of obfuscates the need for having a maid. Well, we're assuming we're not Carol Brady, after all. We're assuming that it's the 1960s, and <laughs> we can live together <laughs> As without if. without the neighbors questioning it, and we can afford a housekeeper. Well, none of those things are ever going to be true. Perhaps if I'd become an architect, maybe. Let's move on. Shall we? Witchcraft is off to the the grocery. That that really was a good imitation of Esmeralda, wasn't it? It really was. I really thought about it. You do good imitations. Can you do Jerry Lewis? I can only do... Here's the thing about Jerry Lewis. Yeah. He was a comedian and an impressionist. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing an imitation of Jerry Lewis you're doing an imitation of Jerry Lewis doing an imitation of somebody else. Or, Jerry Lewis creating a character. So, it's really hard to do an imitation of Jerry Lewis. Like, all I remember is that, hey ladies! Yeah, that's pretty good. That he used to do, but I mean, anybody could do that. Well, not me. Hey ladies! I can't do it. You have other gifts. Hey ladies! You have other gifts. Do I? Yeah. (laughs) So, witchcraft is off to the grocery. She's about to ride her broom. No, she's not hiding in that at all. No. Nope. Nope. Uh, Renfrew has tied the end of her broom to a rope and stops her in her tracks. He's a monster. He really is. He's worse than she is. She's not actually bad. She's just quite a good house. And I can't tell... Sometimes he's crawling on the ground. I don't know if he's supposed to be an infant, like a Stewie no, situation. he's situation. No, he's just an or, imp. Uh... She then gets on her bicycle to go to the grocery, which also takes off into the air. Okay, so, so she's supposed to fly her broom, but mm-hmm. then he ties it in the, right. and then and then she flies her bicycle. Right, right, right. Right. Comes back with the groceries. Yeah. As her celery in there. Yes. Classic grocery bag, uh carrot tops sticking out, celery. Right, celery. Apples. And a watermelon. Mm-hmm. Any meat in there? What? Is there any meat in it's there? It's probably in the bottom of the bag. Okay. She, uh... I miss paper bags. You can ask for them, you know. They don't have them where we go. Sure they do. I see people ask for them all the time. Really? Yes. I'm going to start asking for them. A lot of people will just go in and say, I want one paper bag and then the rest plastic. Because you know what they do? They put their recycled newspapers in the paper bag. That's what they it do. Set down to the curb. Mm-hmm. So she comes home from the grocery. Renfrew has put a bar of soap in the entryway so that she slips and goes all akimbo with all her groceries. Because he's a monster. Yes. And apparently her hat is so stiff it actually spears a watermelon. Yeah. See that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- I'm, I'm encouraged to see how healthily they eat. Look at all the fresh, wonderful produce they got: bananas, scallions, carrots, tomatoes, lettuce, mm-hmm. bread. A a bottle cauliflower. Of, Is that cauliflower? Or no, that's broccoli. Broccoli? Oh, I think that's lettuce, bib lettuce. Oh. Uh a bottle of I don't know, cod liver oil or something. to so keep them regular. Yep. Uh now she's going into her room. She's got a record player, a pennant from Scare University. Isn't that great? Yeah. What did you see? Did you see the Beatles? The Beatles. The oh, Beatles. Beatles. Actual Beatles. Well, that's how they spelled the Beatles. I, but the, the actual pictures of the Beatles there. Right, 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 right. Um, Very cute. She's cooking up a potion in her room. Well, I don't... If we have a maid, a live-in maid, she's not allowed to have a hot plate in her room. She'll have to come down to the kitchen to do her cooking. Yeah, she's not going to be up any potions. No. No, not in her room. Uh, a pinch of mummy dust. But we might give her a she-shed. Maybe. With a hot plate? Maybe. I'm afraid she'd burn it down though. Well, it would be insured. You know how witches are. Hmm. I mean, she can sneeze fire. We've seen so far. We're only on page four. Yeah. yeah. She's dangerous. She's making a potion with a pinch of mummy dust, an eye of a blind mosquito. Now, how do they know? A 2,000-year-old toad. She's actually using a 3,000-year-old toad. I hope that doesn't mess the recipe up. <laughs> Seems to be pretty effective. And what she's trying to do is put a curse on Renfrew. Who right. deserves it? He does. Now, in fairness, this is a death curse. Like... yeah. Ren, if this were effective and it were to happen as she expected it mm-hmm. to, Renfrew would be murdered. He deserves it. That she... is, that, just so our listeners know, those are the stakes. She's brewing a potion to create a curse that will kill this little kid. What it's going to do is summon a demon out of a mirror the first time Renfrew looks in a mirror and kill him. Or yeah. drag him off to hell or something. I, I'm not just clear rip him apart. the specifics. Oh, I choke him to death. Meanwhile, Renfrew is in the living room with Uncle Jerry, trying to convince Jerry to become a rock and roll star. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, I guess it's for the income potential. Is he poor? Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he has a maid, so no. <laughs> yeah. um, but that is a great... I'm on the bottom of this page with a great drawing of Jerry Lewis. I would know that's Jerry Lewis. Oh, God, yes. And that child screaming at him. But I love that. The, the, the shoulders, that's wonderful. Yeah. So witchcraft is brewed her potion. She's putting it in a bucket above the old classic bucket at the top of the door jam yeah. trick that's going to fall. Please out. don't ever do that to me. No, because mostly I the bucket... can't make a promise like the that. The bucket will never fall on your head. It'll basically... The bucket, the bucket will never fall perfectly on your head. Yeah. It will pretty much always hit your head on the edge and cut your scalp and you'll bleed. Like William Cat and Carrie? Yeah, well, okay. Unless you suspend the bucket with a string so it won't fall down on your head. Well... I'm not going to go to all that trouble. Um... Witchcraft thinks that Renfrew is going to burst through the door and get the bucket full of potion on top of his head. But what do you know? It's Jerry Lewis, Mm -hmm. first one through the door, and he gets cursed. Now, Jerry Lewis, witchcraft likes Jerry, so she doesn't want him to get cursed. No. So now she's going to spend the rest of the issue trying to prevent him from looking in a mirror.
0: Has that ever happened to you?
1: What? Something backfires and you spend a lot of time trying to figure it out. Um. How to undo it? Yeah, pretty much that's my day job. (laughs) Making mistakes and then trying to clean them up before anyone notices. Um, We have a nice montage here of Jerry trying on different wigs for his rock band idea. The first one of which looks like Coco Peru. Coco Peru, famous drag queen. I love it. Uh, The second of which is a. Powdered wig mm. from revolutionary times. I guess yeah. Paul Revere and the Raiders maybe were big at this time. I don't 1966. Know, was, I don't know. All I can think of was harpsichord music. Right. Well, that the Partridge Family made extensive use of the harpsichord. it yeah, was up with that? The synthesizer. Using using the, using the harpsichord in in pop music was it because it was just a new sound? New sound it was kind of a neo baroque thing. I'm making all of this up. You so are. Um. Although, in fairness, you have a doctorate in music, so you can you could so have just you. said it, right? And and you didn't have to say oh, you were making it up. I was making it up though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, they settle on an outfit where Jerry's wearing um, um, chaps yeah. and a, like yeah, a little Sergeant, boots with the spurs. Boots with spurs are like yeah. a Sergeant Pepper jacket and a top hat with flies flying around That's it. That's so weird. But nobody else is doing it. He's going to be the uh, the pop star, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Um, it's one of a kind, unique, unmatched, as little Renfrew says. Renfrew's pushing up a mirror so Jerry can look at himself. And Jerry says, before I look in the mirror, I want to comb my hair. I want everything to be just right. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't uh, try that. Out pops a demon. Yep. Just in time, witchcraft comes with a broom and smashes the demon to bits. By smashing the mirror. Yep. Right. No. Part two. Sing a song of six... Oh, that's yes, I did wrong. Yeah, no, sing a song of six- sixpence. Nice like suspense. Yeah. yeah, sixpence. What's going on around here? Was that Jerry Lewis? No. Nope. What's going on around here? That's good. Thank you. Uh, I cannot do her voice. Which Craft has uh, is dancing around like she doesn't know what's going on. Just, just trying to make a cover story. <gasps> I know something. What? Did you know the Witch Hazel song? No. Born in a pumpkin at twelve o'clock. My oh my how the ghosts were shocked. Drove all the cats up the nearest tree and rode on a broomstick till she was only... well, rode on a broomstick when she was only three. Wazel. Wazel. Hazel, witch hazel, queen of the Halloween night. I know you're sick, but how much NyQuil have you had today? I'm sorry. I came home from three different events yeah. and immediately popped medicine into my body because I could not breathe through my nose. So, sorry. It's quite all right. I'll let you take the lead. Um, okay. Uh, well, there's shards of glass all over the room. From yep. The mirror, and every shard of glass has a demon body part coming out of it. Well, if the shard is nose. large enough for a hand to come through, the demon tries to come through. So she's right. she's sh- 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 shattering it left and right. Um, uh, uh, witchcraft is still protective of Jerry. Yes, because for some reason she has some kind of loyalty. She well, you know, he does probably pay her. I. Guess. Maybe they have some kind of history together. Who knows? Maybe they're, uh... No, God! Pa- ah, oh, my God! Please well, don't. No, she's hideous. So he's no great shakes. Oh, he's drawn very handsomely here. So, Renfrew has arranged for Uncle Jerry to go down to the local <laughs> TV station. Station M-A-Z-L TV. Mazel. That spells mazel tov. Tov. Uh... Yeah, I have nothing. I don't know everyone producing this comic was Jewish, as is Jerry Lewis. Uh, I, I, I don't, don't think, know if they I don't think that's really like that. important, really. Well they had to it's an intentional gag. Yeah, yeah I mean like yeah, exactly. It's just, it's an inside joke. I guess. Yeah. Uh Renfrew is taking the lead. He's uh, dressed up as uh Austrian <sighs> promoter. He looks like Uncle Max on Sound of Music. <laughs> He does. He's wearing a little durndal hat and a little checkered jacket. Hats? Um, well, all I know is later so I don't know what the hat is. The hat is uh, an, an alpine oh, alpine hat. Uh, it's you know, it's, it's sort of has a little straight brim and it has little yeah, yeah, yeah. Feather little in feather it. in the yeah. yeah. um, He accosts the station manager, who's apparently a frustrated Shakespeare scholar because he has a bust of Shakespeare in his office. Uh, along comes witchcraft right behind to cast a spell on all the people who don't like Jerry Lewis's voice. Teen girls mm-hmm. who don't know what they like mm-hmm. till someone tells them. All of a sudden, Jerry starts singing, and now he's had a witchcraft spell on him, and now they love him. And what is he singing, Bob? Uh, he's singing... He's Something singing the about phone Liz book Taylor. What? He's singing entries in the phone book. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's mm-hmm. got the phone book open. He's singing just the phone book. Uh a phone book that has both Liz Taylor and Mao Tse-tung <laughs> adjacent to each other. He's probably improvising. Well, it must be the Hollywood phone book. Mm-hmm. Did Mao Tse-tung live in Hollywood ever? Maybe. I'm foggy. I was I was just uh born at this time, so. <laughs> I wasn't really reading the phone book. He's probably a drag queen. Uh, here come the teenage girls mm-hmm. rushing the stage all over Jerry Lewis. Uh, one of them, one of the teen girls, is holding up a picture of the Beatles as babies. Yeah. I don't. Oh, that's because witchcraft turned it. She was holding up a little hand mirror. And she turned it into a picture of the Beatles as babies. Why? Because she knew the girls would be crazy about something so unique and rare. And which Beetle is which? I recognize Ringo, but the rest of them all the same. Yeah, I have no idea. Nor do I really care. No. They all have bouffant hairdos. I mean, they had like the classic sort of Beatle shag, but on babies it looks like T up bouffant hairdos. <laughs> well, and in fact, the Beetle wig we saw earlier in the issue <clears throat> looked like a flip wig. Yeah. It didn't actually look like a shag. Mm-hmm. No. Haircut. Uh, Moving right along. Moving right along, the teenage girls are all chasing after the picture of the baby, Beatles. They have such mad faces, don't they? I'll say. They're all cross-eyed and... Biting each other? Girl fight tonight. Mm -mm 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 -mm. (laughs) So, the the studio has been torn apart by these girls. Yes, and Jerry Lewis has had his clothes ripped apart. As has witchcraft. Yeah. What is she wearing? Like a fur coat? What is that called? That white with the black... Uh... It's like a... Hermine? Sh- Maybe? Hermine? Yeah. Ermine Ermine. Er- yeah. am I Uh-huh. Yeah, she has like one of those big fur collar coats. Right. Which I can't imagine would be appropriate at that time of year because there's a lot of bare legs and arms being shown by people. Well, if you want to look fancy, you look fancy. It doesn't matter what time of year. It's okay. just fashion over function, I always say. Uh, back into the talent agent's office come Renfrew and Uncle Jerry, now in his tattered clothes. Still singing about... Well, now he's singing the label of his jacket. Right. He's. What, is he going to be a poverty singer? What, is he a poor singer? Yeah, that's his gimmick A problem singer. A problem song singer, which I'd never heard of. But I guess they're they're making like uh, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan and folk singers. Yeah, yeah. um, He's singing the label of his shirt. Hey, remember Barbara Mandrell when she did Look for the union label If you are buying a shirt or a blouse I do remember that. That That was before jobs went overseas. Yes. That was a great show. The Mandrell Sisters? Oh yes. Did you watch that? I did. We watched it every week. Did you? Yes. I think my father had a crush on Erlene Mandrell. Hmm. The drum the drumstress. Hmm. I liked Louise. I just <laughs> imagine you four and a half years older than I. Yep. Watching the Mandrells and mm-hmm. me watching the Mandrells and that we never knew that we would someday meet. No. Mm-mm. Yet here we are. Twenty five years later. I remember watching the Mandrells and we were visiting friends of our family and they lived um in a house on a big ranch and they had horses. Yeah. And I helped dig post holes. I was a preteen. Yes. And I rode horses for days. And I remember it was the first time I had serious like saddle not saddle sores but like serious soreness from riding horses for days and working with my hands um, but I really liked it you say first time as if you've had saddle sores more than once well in, in fairness the the other saddle soreness um, came from riding motorcycles oh yeah well I've never done that. It's basically, here's the deal, it's, it's very simple. It's like you're wearing cotton underwear and cotton jeans, right? Mm-hmm. And whatever you're, you're riding on, be it a saddle or, or a motorcycle seat, uh, you sweat in that, and then that friction of the cotton against your skin is extremely irritating. Okay, you won't let me talk about romantic relationship between Witchcraft and Jerry Lewis, and you're talking about chafing on your motorcycle? Well, when you put it that way, I guess you, I can see your point. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Jerry Lewis is in the coffee house. With all the beatniks. He's grown quickly a beatnik beard. Is that a soul patch? No, a soul patch goes straight up and down. Okay. A beatnik beard is just the chin strap. I see. Like, uh... Who's the guy on Dobie Gillis? Dobie Gillis? No, Dobie's friend. uh, Oh. Gilligan. It's Gilligan. It's Gilligan. Gilligan Pre-Gilligan. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the character name is. Nor do I care. No, anyway. Got it. So... Beatnik crowd has turned against fat people. I don't know exactly how it happened. (laughs) I guess it's because they're all hungry and starving and Jerry Lewis is thin. And now uh, the Beatniks are chanting, down with all fats. Okay, so I have to confess something. Yeah. When I read about him going into doing... uh, the the sort of beatnik uh, sad song. Yep. Uh, scene and singing here in the coffee house. All I could think of was that they weren't wearing deodorant. Yeah. and they probably didn't wash. Yep. or accurate. shave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That you know, if it's a hot day and they're wearing their sweaters. Right. They're all wearing the stench wool. would be enough to keep me away. That's I don't know why you're confessing that cuz all of that is accurate information. <laughs> They didn't wear ban? Ban deodorant? Mm-hmm. My grandmother, Mrs. White, swore that ban deodorant was the only deodorant could, that could be used because all of the deodorants had poison in them. Yet she had the craziness. Yes. Towards the end, yes, yes. she did. But she only mm-hmm. used ban. Ban roll-on. I don't know what this painter is doing here. Where are you? Yeah, I don't I didn't get that. Like, let's throw in a painter who paints a pigeon on a mirror. Yeah, you know, like oh, oh, maybe did which they're trying to now? get a mirror into this? They're trying to introduce. A mirror into the coffee house so that the monster can come out and attack him in the coffee house. And indeed, that's exactly what happens. Right. But, like, I, I thought, well, what a strange thing. What a strange cutaway. Here we have him singing. He's being praised and lauded by the people in the coffee house. They love him. And then all of a sudden someone says, Fellow troubled souls, my magnificent portrait of a pigeon, our great symbol, rise our leader and sign our name beside it. And then... The demon pops out yeah. from behind the pitch Hello. Part three. Oh, first we have this one panel gag page of called Teen Age with a hyphen. I mentioned you mentioned Mad Magazine. I'm sure that this artwork is by Mort Drucker, who was a longtime Mad Magazine artist. Mm. It looks so familiar to me. Especially that face in the bottom right panel. I really liked the, uh, lower left panel. You have excellent taste. That one's mine. Yes, the tie. a tie salesman, and the customer is picking out a tie. From a rack of ties, and he rack pulls of through the tie that the is wearing. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I thought of that this morning when I was picking my tie to yeah. wear for the day. I thought of that little panel. Part three. Part three, the monster of ceremonies. <laughs> um... Witch Hazel. No, Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Hazel, Witch Hazel, Queen of the Halloween night. I still have never heard that song. Oh, it's great. I have a lot of those. You like witch characters, don't you? No, I have a lot of those children's songs in my head all the time. Well, I'm thinking of your love for Miss Switch. Oh, my God. From the ABC Mystery Movies. Have we ever mentioned that? I don't think so. On this podcast? No. I... Miss Switch. Well, I missed the Miss Switch craze. But you would have been too old. Yes. But there was a similar situation in my youth. There was a television show called Mission Magic with a school teacher who was secretly a witch. Well, that's what Miss Switch was. Yes. But this was uh, every week pop star rick springfield Mm. would be trapped in some kind of other dimension do you believe you believe in magic i I just know that from you singing it so right so uh the teacher and her select group of students would draw a magic doorway on the chalkboard and fly through and go rescue rick springfield doesn't that sound like a great use of time Uh, yeah i mean like fuck facebook and and Twitter and all that stuff. Okay, Sorry. Okay, don't hold back. Just draw a magic portal on uh-huh. the and go through and rescue Rick Springfield. Yes, and, I sign me up for that once a week. Well, here's the catch. What they would find him, and then at the last minute, he would well, he'd sing a pop song. Uh huh. Then he'd be snatched away at the last minute, and they'd have to do it all over the next week. I amend that last statement to say, sign me up for that for one week. Okay. I'd I'd listen to this pop song. I think great. It'd be great if your sister was there. We'd sing yeah. and dance, uh-huh. or, you know, have a good time. And then once he snatched away, I'd look at everybody and say, "Okay, you know what? I could have been <laughs> I could have been checking Facebook or Twitter, <laughs> right? <laughs> or reading a book. One of my favorite pastimes. You mean a comic book? I mean a book. Oh, well, we've just got a little bit more comic reading to do. No, I'm. Are you kidding? No, I am really enjoying reading comics. So happy! This is all. I know this is all elaborate, an elaborate scheme Uh to get me to read comics. Yeah, Yeah. accurate. Yeah, and it worked. It did. Okay, so. So we're back to yeah, witchcrafts fighting the demons. You're gonna trim that that whole nonsense down, right? What nonsense? That all that stuff we just said. No. Oh, okay. Witchcraft is fighting the demons, breaking all the mirrors. Mm -hmm. Jerry and Renfrew are out on the street, accosting hippies. I'm not quite sure what's happening here. Oh, Jerry's trying to sing another problem song to the crowd. No one wants to hear it. Nobody's interested. So they're headed home. They walk past the television store, where uh, Count Gruesome is hosting a midnight movie marathon. Marathon. Yeah. Do you remember that? Did you have that when you were growing up? Yeah, I can I was just thinking who that character was. We did have that, and also Elvira, Elvira, Mistress Shh. of the Dark. Yeah, but she was funny. This yeah. we had another guy. He was just not funny. He was scary. Um, we had Fritz the Night Owl, who would sit well, up. Well, he sounds gay. No, he would sit Hi, up. Hi everyone. On, I'm Fritz. I'm a night owl. No. No, I can't. That means I can't okay, sleep. Okay, just don't listen to me. Oh, I do listen. Um, Go ahead. No, he was a cool cat. He had owl-shaped eyeglasses, sunglasses, oh, and he would really? sit up on the TV tower and say, Hey, I'm Fritz the Night Owl. Here's a movie. And Are anyway, you sure? Yeah, because everything up until the time you voiced him sounded yeah. like he would be like, hi. No. I'm Fritz the Night Owl. And I can't sleep and neither can you. So nope. Let's stay up and watch movies together. Well, no, that's not at all what it was like. You can YouTube it. I'm sure he's on YouTube. All right. Um, Wait, was that like just a local thing? Yeah. yeah. Did every local television station have their own version of that? Yeah, Let's show old horror movies. Yeah. So we're going to set it up with a host. Yeah. This TV station where Jerry Lewis lives. Yes. Has four hosts. One is a Frankenstein monster. No, the four characters on this television station. On this television show, this particular show. Right, the hosts. They're the hosts of the movie marathon. Oh, okay. Uh, Count Gruesome. uh, A Frankenstein monster, Uncle Dusty. A robot, Uncle Rusty. And an alligator wearing a blonde wig, Aunt Krusty. Well, I'd watch that. This is like a Sid Mardi Croft show. It well, yeah, exactly is. Uh, the guy, what is it? Uncle, what is what is the name? Uncle Dusty, Uncle No, Chris. Count Gruesome. Count Gruesome. Oh, Count Gruesome, yeah. He's kind of weird looking. He looks like Adam Ant. Yes. He's wearing thick mascara and wearing a beret, so. <laughs> Don't trust him. No. Um, and he's wearing that, I'll mention, even when he's out of his costume. Mm-hmm. It's his street street makeup. Yeah. Um, Count Grissom is leaving, and the... He's furious. He doesn't feel appreciated, so he... Right. Right. And the station manager is trying to give him instruction, and he won't have it. So the station manager says, you're fired. The station manager has a severe underbite. Yeah. Look at that chin. He instructs his secretary. He He could, like dig up drainage ditches with that chin. Right. He instructs his secretary to find the first person off the street to play Count Grusome from Now, she looks like Mrs. Hathaway. Miss Hathaway. Oh, did I say Mrs.? You did. I'm sorry. Well, she looks like Miss Hathaway. She looks, she's got at least 75 pounds on Miss Hathaway. Oh, no. She looks more like Mrs. Poole from the Hogan family. No. Yes. But I do see the likeness. Anyway, the secretary rushes out on the street and finds Jerry Lewis and he's gonna be the new Count Grusom. And why I don't I don't know if, if we're I mean we've had so many diversions. She is she's grabbed Jerry Lewis off the street because they need a new host. A new Count Grusom, because Count grusom has been hired, the station manager says find the first person off the street, and Jerry Lewis is it. Right. Um and Renfrew says this is his last chance at fame. Witchcraft tries to intercede and protect him from becoming Count know, Gruesome. Renfrew says, "Let it happen. It's his last chance. It's his only chance to be famous to make money." Because mm-hmm. I guess Jerry Lewis doesn't make money in this universe. Oh, apparently, the child can eat, and and, and they have and they plenty have of a budget for costumes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, animated. Um, so, in Jerry goes, takes over the role. He's doing really well. Of Count Gruesome, he really sinks his teeth into it. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's not even cinemas in the comic. No, I just came up with that on my own. That's very clever. And he sings this little ditty. Gould days, good days, dear old murky pool days. Creatures and ghosties and chains that clang. Zombies and Zombies werewolves and vile each fang. What you were my queen by full moonlight. I was your king in coffin tight. We, we fell, fell in, in love, love at first. first you make up the melody. When now. we were a couple of gold. Yeah, I forgot the melody. I know the first part, but then it kind of falls apart yeah. after that. It's based on the classic tune, School, School days. days, written in 1907. So, and basically, he's just improvising. I have a doctorate in music, you know. Uh-huh. Anyway, yes, he's improvising. It doesn't mean that you know every melody ever written. Shut up, it does, too. <laughs> um, they're getting a mirror ready, so the Count Dooku, what's his name? Count, <laughs> Count Dooku! Count Do- uh... <laughs> They're getting a reflector for the light, but a reflector is also known as a mirror. Mirror, mirror, mirror. So here comes the demon. That's after an inside joke. Um, they're all astonished because they're all playing monsters on TV, but now here comes a real monster. A real one. Jerry doesn't know that it's not a Now how fake can he monster? not know? He's not he's, had to actually face this monster yet? No, he's never seen it. It's always been behind him. And witchcraft has always saved him. Tell me, old friend, what's your name? Boozoo. That's the monster's name. Boozoo. That actually does sound... What's the demon's name in the exorcist? Oh, God. Kazuzu? Pazuzu. 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 Really? You know that? Well, exorcist 2. Okay. Uh, Repossessed? No. Okay. The actual exorcist 2. That's not exorcist 3. No, it's Exorcist 2. No, 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 I'm sorry. What was the one called Repossessed? Uh, I don't know. It was a comedy. That's not actually an Exorcist sequel. That's a separate movie with Leslie Nielsen and... uh, What's her name? You are so wrong. I'm not. Linda Blair. Linda Blair. That was not an actual legitimate Exorcist sequel. There was Exorcist 2 and Exorcist 3... An Exorcist 2 is the one with Pazuzu. He's googling it. He doesn't believe me. Okay. Repossessed 1990 comedy horror. Uh-huh. The an an old exorcist Leslie Nielsen takes on a satanic housewife Linda Blair. Broadcast live by Televangelist Ned Beatty and his wife. We have to watch this. No, uh, I'll pass. It's it's truly horrible. It's probably worse than Grease 2. Nothing's worse than Grease 2. Anyway, the Boozoo is coming. Jerry's panicked. He's running around. Witchcraft comes after Renfrew. Renfrew is hanging on a glass chandelier. How'd he get up there? He must have flew. I don't know. I mean, Jerry can't even reach him. I'm not quite sure how this story resolves because somehow the demon oh because she cast a spell Yeah. Megala Megala Magula Melk away with the Boozo and Bleck to Lawrence Welk now what's wrong with Lawrence Welk I enjoyed, I'd like to know I enjoy Lawrence Welk now I, <laughs> I hated him as a child because, uh, because I wanted to watch Hee Haw oh in my town they were on uh, one after the other Maybe they were. You didn't have to choose. Uh, I, maybe there was something else on that I was a child. I, all I remember was this one time. Yes. When we were visiting my great grandparents. Yes. And uh, on my stepfather's side. And they wanted to watch Lawrence Walk, and I wanted to watch, like, I don't know, The Muppet Show or something else The Mandrell Sisters. Uh, whatever it was. It, anything but the Lawrence Walk show. And I didn't understand it. I yeah. was ignorant. And, you know, I didn't understand how, what wonderful television programming that was. I wanted to be on the Lawrence Welk show that was my career ambition of course by the time I was old enough it was over Yeah. but they had a dance team Bobby and Sissy mm-hmm. and you know my name is Bob mm-hmm. and my sister's name is she goes Sissy. by Sissy I well, mean, well, you dance. all call her Sissy yes because I couldn't say her name when I was little so we just said Sissy mm-hmm. well we styled ourselves as dancers on the Lawrence Welk show Bobby and Sissy Bobby of course was Bobby Burgess who had been a Mouseketeer Mm-hmm. Oh. Now when you say styled yourselves does you mean like within the neighborhood that we grew up in We styled ourselves No as- just, it's, I'm, it's pretty much in my imagination That okay. we were a dance team um, You and, and your sister Yeah and pop stars <laughs> We had our own show in my imagination Like Donnie Marie Well I do know that uh, everyone in your family yeah. Your sister and you and your younger sister Yeah Whoever was the babysitter was the one who had locked the younger sibling in the room. Right. And the babysitter would put on the records and dance around with a hairbrush yep, and pretend yep, to yep. record songs. And a choreograph. I was a famed choreographer. Were you? Like Tony Basil. Oh. Um, only not, not quite that intricate. Um, Mostly like, lots of jazz hands and Lots step of touches. step touch, yes, and jazz hands. And I did some turns and some kicks. Complicated turns? No. Did you have no. a coffee table in your living room? Yes. You had to always be careful of the coffee table. Yeah. If you were doing like a chasse across the room or something. Do you even know what a chasse is? Nope. Uh, but in my imagination, it's that thing where you slide across the room. You want to slide to the right for a while <laughs> And then you get up and up, And other funny stuff Remember that song with the chicken ladies? On the video? Oh, whatever happened to MTV? Why are you staring at me with your mouth agape? I didn't have cable Oh. My parents didn't get cable until I moved out We had cable But then they pulled the plug When Thriller came out Michael Jackson's Thriller Best they, video ever I watched right. it in social studies for the first time. They Eighth thought, grade. Uh, my parents thought that was too scary for the children, so cable went away. After Thriller, of course you know, I didn't know anything about about Michael Jackson, and so when I saw Captain That's EO at, best. at Epcot Center, uh huh, I cried. Well, sure, it's a lovely story. Huda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wonder had, if, if anyone listening to this whatsoever. Had the same reaction to Captain EO that I did. I don't. I would doubt anyone's Just seen Captain EO. We all you. wanna change the world. Could have changed the world. Didn't? Wasn't Angelica Houston a terrible witch, and then she turned beautiful at the end? By the power of Michael Jackson. By the power of a hell of a lot of makeup. No, she's a handsome woman. Well, I can't remember exactly what witch she looked like, but all I can think of is um, who's that witch and who, um, who is the, the Borg Queen? Uh, the Borg Queen? Yeah. Like, I can't think of... I know what witch you're talking about, What's but her all that's coming Queen. to mind is, is the Borg Queen. Uh, no, you're thinking of, uh... But wouldn't, you like to, Morda. wouldn't you like to watch Star Trek The Next Generation? No, I'm sorry. Star Trek Voyager over again as, it's, as if it was the first time you were seeing it. Um... Yes? Hakuchi Moya. We are far from the bones of our ancestors. Okay, I think we've drifted off topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, right. the demon's Let's stick destroyed. Back. Let's go back to the demon story. Right, demon's destroyed and Jerry Lewis has a rip in the back of his pants and he's bent over with stars coming out of his ass. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Let's go back to the letters, shall we? Oh, the letters page, oh, yes. That's the best. Now, I did notice it's mostly girls writing letters. Of course. So maybe Jerry Lewis Comics had a big female fan Well, he was funny. Like everyone's favorite uncle. Uh, Dear editor, I hope I'm not taking up a lot of your time, but I would appreciate it if you'd read this. I am writing this in honor of all comedians. Thank you for your service. (laughs) It would be horrible if the United States lost Jerry or other comedians. They bring joy and laughter to millions of people, which is so desperately needed, what with the situation in Vietnam and trouble all over the world. How timely. When many people ask me, what good do comedians bring to their country, I reply, a nation must have a sense of humor. Rita Smith, Parma, Ohio. Where's Parma? Parma is outside Cleveland. Okay. I've been there. Well, Um, thank you, Rita. That's Yes, thank you, Rita. Well, that's interesting they're mentioning Vietnam. 1966. That was kind of the thick of it, right? Well, do you think people actually ask, what? why do we need comedians? Um, I guess in Parma, they did. Hmm. Didn't laugh much in Parma? It's kind of a... Yeah, it's a dismal kind of a place. Okay. It's very flat up near Cleveland and snowy. It snows all the time. Year round. My favorite letter was this one. Yes. Dear editor, so far as I'm concerned, little Renfrew is taken out of real life. My little brother Leopold is such a brat, Renfrew is the image of him in every horrid way. My mother and father don't know what to do. Mary Ellen Baxter, Dayton, Ohio. A lot of representation from Ohio in this letters page. First of all, I guess Jerry Lewis is big in Ohio. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, go ahead. He's a brat. Um, His name is Leopold. That's why he's a brat. They could have named him Lee or Paul or Leo well, probably or Leo. Leo um well dear editor may I offer a suggestion oh, for a story God. this is great how about Jerry and his bunch getting involved with a lot of hot rodders Jimmy Banyan, Miami Beach floor. Uh, hot rodders I guess are people that drive hot rod cars was that a thing? Uh, yes. In the 60s, be, yes. Because they're going to be coming up with an issue of Bob Hope, where Bob gets involved with some hot rodders. Okay, was Bob Hope ever young? No. Nope. Didn't he get into show business old? He got into show business when he was 56, and he lived to be 1812 years old. <laughs> One hundred and eighty twelve. Yeah. Oh, you're the best. He, um... Yeah, he was never young. Uh Mickey Rooney was young. Mickey Rooney was like 8, and then was 50. So was never middle-aged. Oh, but he was a teenager with with, um, with Judy Garland. No, but no, he was like 8. Judy Garland was a teenager. Mickey Rooney was 8. Uh Jessica Tandy, also never young. Never young. Nope. She was born looking 60. Yep. Yeah. Uh... Well, that's all the interesting letters. Yeah, that's it. I just... I knew them they were great. This issue was written by Arnold Drake, who you'll remember from Doom Patrol and Challengers of the Unknown, which explains why most people hate each other in this comic, <laughs> except oddly for the witch, who likes Jerry Lewis. Yeah. I wish we had a witch housekeeper, don't you? I sure do. She could just snap her fingers and everything would be ironed and f- things would float up the stairs do on you hangers. She could clean the dog hair off the baseboards. Sure. Mm. She'd probably snap her fingers and turn the dogs into princes or something. Or horses. Yes. Could ride, oh, I could write Captain Butler as a horse. Yes, and then we could have a pumpkin-shaped carriage and drive to work. Oh, that would be the best. I'll say. Mm. Why can't we have anything nice? I probably couldn't get a license plate for it. Mm. Anyway, that's all we have for this week. Next week coming up, we have a war comic. Or Batman. I haven't decided yet. Then guess what's happening the week after that. Mm-hmm. What? We have a professional literary writer... Who's going to be reading a comic and talking about it? And she's also a girl, so we can have both an I educated opinion. I am so opinion. excited about that. I am so excited. Right. It was we we talked about the sequence of comics, and yes. I said I want this person yes to be involved in this particular comic book. I want to have her perspective on this. It should. I believe be. you said a romance comic. Yes. From a female perspective, as well as a fine literary. Yes, she she has a command of the English language. Yes, accounting. yes. Uh, obviously, also, she we don't. Right. Um, well, I'm out of words, so my command of the. Well, English I, language I have. Uh, so, and you often ask me what did I think. Yeah, you know, so I'll just sort of bring it up, and we'll we'll be done with this. I really enjoyed this comic. I so enjoyed it. I'm. Glad. I didn't quite know what to make of it, but I do like the artwork quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And, it's silly. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Bewitched. Yeah. And I like Jerry Lewis. You know, I don't know if I've ever seen a Jerry Lewis movie. Oh, I, I've seen those like those war movies that he has. War? Well, he's a you know like in this, a sailor or something. Like that. Oh, like a you know sad sack character something like that no com- comedic films you right know, right with, right with right. Buddy that's what I mean. and stuff like that you know yeah uh, like a clumsy soldier yeah not like a sergeant rock situation no no they're just doing mayhem right you know, right, right. Uh, but causing problems for the commanding officer <sighs> all right and let's not wind it down like this. What do you mean? Well, we can just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. hey, no. next week, no. coming up. I, more so, comics. So those were, were, we're gonna have. It was a great episode. I really enjoyed this comic, and I'm looking forward to uh, next week's comic. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what it's going to be, but you know, I'm not either. Well, it's fine. Um, and then in a couple weeks, yes, I'm really looking forward to that. So we'll do our best to um, do a little bit of research and bring our own perspectives into this and quarrel back and forth and. Pepper our narrative with stories of our childhood and Yes you know, Just exactly what you've become accustomed to Hopefully, Hopefully. Are we losing uh, listeners? I don't know uh-huh. How do I know that sort of thing? I know we have at least one regular listener But don't forget to check us out on social media At gogocheckpod And don't forget to rate and review on iTunes Or wherever you get your <laughs> podcast Wherever I made up that word You did I did That's all